2: Mabel, can you do something for me, baby?
0: Yes. Do one thing for yes.
2: me. Yes. Can you just hold me
3: one more time?
0: What bring you by here? I just
3: wanted to have a nice dinner, everybody together. You need to help her with her kids. Can't nobody bring a family together like you can. No. Hallelujah.
2: Girl, I will stump a mud hole in your skinny, bougie. What's a mud hole? Byron, I want my
3: money. What are you talking about? Oh, Byron! Stop, stop. Ah. Listen, we ain't together, okay? Ah. Let me help you get these children over here. Yes. Ooh. I ain't going.
1: Do, do, do.
3: I'm so glad you're here. Oh. Did you blow your voice? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my
2: mouth? <laughs> Everybody, here's Madea. I'm done, diddy. Oh. Oh. You on the road, girl. You on the road. Shake that.
0: <laughs> Medea's big happy family.
2: Can I take your order? Give me a ham, egg, and
3: cheese biscuit. We out of ham. <laughs> you out of ham? We got no damn oh! I'm taking everything you got. This is the eighth episode of our third season of Newcomers. It's me, Nicole Byer. I'm Lauren Lapkus. Oh boy, we are working our way through (laughs) Tyler Perry's uh, Abadi of Work for the very first time with the help of Perry scholars, super fans, and sometimes people who have contributed. This season will be 10, maybe 15. We don't know yet. Maybe 13. (laughs) I don't know. We love watching. We have to keep going, and
0: nothing has ever gone faster than these first eight episodes. I'm like, we are zooming through this. It is so fun. So much fun. So, today we've experienced
3: another film within the Medea Cinematic Universe, (laughs) the real MCU, Medea's big happy family from 2011. And we're going to revisit some
0: movies, TV shows, and the weeks to come. And if you want to watch the movie, it's on um, Oh, it's on Netflix, HBO, and Amazon Prime, as well as for a small fee on Apple TV and Google Play if you want to pay for it. Uh, obviously, <laughs> we're going to spoil the movie, so if you want to watch it first, go do that. I would highly recommend it personally. Um, before we bring in our guest, Nicole, what did you think of the movie?
3: Okay, you texted me. You were like, I am laughing. I cried. <laughs> I also laughed and I found my, I was, I woke Did up early cry? to watch this. So at like 1130 in the morning, I was like sobbing <laughs> over this death. And I, at one Dude, point I was like, it's no. so intense.
0: The, few, I mean, this movie truly goes everywhere that it could yes. possibly go. It's very, very funny. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. It's, But then it's, that it ends on a really funny note again. Cause actually when it was like the funeral, I was like, so he's just going to end a comedy with a funeral. Like, oh, yep. he does this? But well, then he did it. He made it insane. Oh, my eye. God.
3: The last three minutes of this movie, Lauren, I was laughing
0: <laughs> so hard. It was so funny. And the bloopers were great. I mean, oh, I didn't watch the bloopers. I should have watched, watched the bloopers. You got to stick around for the bloopers. They're always good. <laughs> <laughs> I truly was like, and this movie is like an hour and 45 minutes. It went pretty fast. I feel like when Medea yeah. is present, um, time flies. I... I mean, I love the whole thing with the fucking um burger place in the beginning. Oh it's so funny. Oh my god.
3: That was so good. Also, Tiana Taylor, I didn't know, acted. She was very funny. What do
0: you know her from?
3: She's a singer.
0: Oh, oh, I don't and know. And
3: she's in the um Kanye West music video. Doom doom doom. Nope. That's not how it goes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Doom doom. <laughs> Like, uh, okay, she's like banging on the floor. Um, and then she's like with her husband, and they're like sexy and oiled up. And then oh. they're in a shower together. Um, how does the song go? Doom, doom, doom. Maybe our guest <laughs> can help me, but she's also oh my- looking at me like she doesn't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay well let's bring our guests out we're so excited for our guest today ray sani ray is a comedian and writer who most recently wrote for the second season of hbo's a black lady sketch show which we love and mm-hmm. she's also the co-host of fellow headgum podcast the cast with ray and jackie's with jackie Neal. welcome ray hi oh my thank god thank you ray, so much for having me we're so excited she told me right before we started that she had never seen a tyler perry film before. welcome yeah. so this i is know
2: perfect. i'm i this was This is great for me. This was this this whole thing. The idea of coming and talking to you guys (laughs) about my first Tyler Perry experience was like a delight. Everything happened. I I I think this is a good
3: movie, too. As it an is. introduction to the Tyler Perry universe. Wait, do you know what song I'm talking about? The Kanye West song. Where Tiana know, Taylor's in the video. I know the
2: video and I know the song, doom, but I don't know doom, the name. Doom. But okay. that was Tiana Taylor. I think froze all of Black America for like t- two minutes and thirty mm-hmm. something seconds because she's doing sick choreography. Yes, and her like every muscle like possible for a human being to have. She uses and flexes while dancing. It's incredible. Wow. She's also a really
3: good singer. Her last album,
2: she has since retired. She's very really talented. But her last album was so good. Lauren, maybe you rem- remember her from My Sweet... What is that? My Beautiful Sweet Sixteen? Oh, My Super around? Sweet Sixteen. My
0: Sweet Sixteen. I just was Googling this, and that th- I did watch like all of that show. Yeah, so, so yeah. I probably- at the time <laughs> she was like... Say it. <laughs>
2: She was she was like signed to Pharrell, so Pharrell paid for her to have like a huge Sweet Sixteen oh, birthday. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. What yes. a treat! But now she's like our age, I think. Yeah, I think maybe so. I think she's a younger.
3: little younger. I think she's like thirty-two, thirty-one. It Ooh. says she's
0: thirty. Um, it's fade, fade, fade. Yes. yes, fade.
3: <laughs> I don't know how any song goes. <laughs>
0: I like your version. Thank
3: do, you. sounds
0: <laughs> <laughs> real dumb. Doom doom. Uh, oh so my wait. god. Okay. Go ahead.
3: Ray, you've never seen like a TV show of Tyler Perry's. You've never seen a movie. Have you seen
2: clips at all? Yeah, I've seen stuff. You don't you don't live in America and have not seen <laughs> something. Tyler Perry. Um, and my mom is, you know, a very Typical middle aged African woman like she just likes whatever syndicated sitcoms on television (laughs) and she's often getting her life to meet the pains and something the Browns and all this stuff like she loves and she just puts on the own network, which is probably just Tyler Perry's (laughs) stuff, right? So I've seen stuff in passing, and I know that guy, Mr. Brown, because of his like outrageous colored I, beard. We gotta and talk yes. about Mr.
0: Brown because I'm starting to feel like Mr. Brown is. I'm. I. I'm still confused. Like we watched. We watched Meet the Browns in the last yes. episode, and we understood now that that okay, he's the father of that woman that of he in real are, life are is married father, right? to. Yes, yes, but they're married. It comes
2: up at the top of this movie, and I yes. swear to God. I googled I tried to google a Medea family tree and it like was so confusing. It was so confusing.
0: Well, it's cuz Medea is related to so many people. And when you get into this storyline of this movie, the family tree is very mixed up. I mean, yeah. by the time you get to the end,
3: I actually can't figure out, wait, how is Medea related to Loretta Divine?
2: She's oh her my God. God. she's her auntie. Cause, oh, okay. Because Shirley, I I had to look this up like three times. <laughs> Shirley Loretta Divine yeah. is the daughter of the very rude Miss Aunt Bam, who's hilarious. The yes. funniest so thing, funny. Like the opening scene at the doctor, I was like, this is hysterical. <laughs> then it went on too long, and I was uh-huh. like, this is sexual harassment. And <laughs> oh
0: then God. it got funny again. <laughs> Do you love like, how hilarious. they go on so long? Like. I feel like th- watching the bloopers was funny because at the end, like you see them improvise for a long time and then Tyler Perry is like, and we cut like he lets it go forever mm-hmm. almost to the point where it becomes not funny and then he cuts it. but he, it's it's almost weird because you're like, thinking, okay, he's directing this as he's in the scene, <laughs> like especially <laughs> the moments when he's Medea in the scene directing it, letting this person improvise, but he also is going like, Okay, it's not fun anymore. Okay, well I'm gonna say cut in a second. Like he's like debating when it's how long it should go on. And there are points where he uses almost like not even the Medea voice when he's improvising. I'm like, he's not gonna use this. Like it's like (laughs) it's weird.
3: I mean, they must have so much fun for the three days they shoot.
2: You know what I mean? (laughs) Like the best three days of your life. I gotta know
0: how long this movie took to make. I
2: Yeah, because yeah, like if you're only shooting for three days, mm-hmm. that <laughs> hospital scene should not have taken 45 <laughs> minutes to do oh I don't God. know why we did that. Why did we do that?
0: <laughs> and there's so much improv in that scene. Mm-hmm. When you go to like the, the, the with the bloopers, like I think it's Mr. Brown talking to the doctor. He like asks him like they, they just go on and on with like all takes like different lines he could mm-hmm. say. I mean, and everyone mm-hmm. is so funny that you would definitely want them to do that. But they are moving so fast. Like <laughs> what movie was it that was shot in eight days? Acrimony.
3: Like it's it's <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. Days you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I did watch. So I like cut it right at the beginning of the bloopers, and I loved. He was like, "Your eyes are real?" And he was like, "Yes." And he was like, "Okay, your eyes real?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, is he gonna give you?" And then in the movie, the doctor, you can see him trying to not break. So and many that, people. To me, is so funny.
0: There are so I many scenes it. where someone is just like smiling <laughs> on the. <side. laughs> Like those kids, like when Medea is like, like, mm-hmm. you know, yelling at the kids and trying to get them to act better. Like, they're just kind of like smiling at her like little devils. It's so funny.
3: <laughs> oh, wait. And I gotta say the end of the movie, you get a heavy, traumatic thing that happened to, I think, Kim and it's mm-hmm. truly, like, it oh is just God. like, she was raped, da 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 go upstairs and talk to your husband about it. And you're like, wait a minute,
0: wait a minute. <laughs> Medea, Medea is such an interesting character because... especially in this movie, you get to see like the depth of the character. Like she is Mm -hmm. so ridiculous and crazy and like yells and is funny and whatever. But then she has like this power in the family where she's able to like put everyone in their place and like (laughs) fix everything Mm -hmm. and get everything right. And I was like, this is, this is a great character. Like she comes in (laughs) and she's like, your kids are raised wrong. Like you were raped by your uncle (laughs) and you (laughs) need to tell your husband like, oh my God, I just loved it.
2: But what was so confusing to me was, like, the movie could have been, like, 20 minutes long. Because because all Shirley had to do was call her her kids individually. (laughs) Like, all she had to do was be, like... I know you don't fuck with your sister right now, but Kimberly, please call your sister because I have cancer and we need to settle our affairs.
0: And it's going to be four weeks. And by the way, the picture of the cancer looked like a fucking x-ray of like vegetables. Like I was like,
2: I read about it. I was like, what is that? i i did not understand why we all needed to sit down in perfect harmony to hear that mom's dying in two no weeks.
0: i did not understand like time all. is you, running out like you I, have yes, to tell. time is of
3: the essence also did she not tell them she had cancer at all ever because and she'd been battling it she said for seven years oh they never knew it's, <laughs> it's about, like,
0: they never knew when it, she first had it I don't think so. It doesn't because she didn't say
3: it's back. She was like, I have cancer and I'm dying or whatever.
2: And and even if like, let's say she had told them in the past, if this important scenario (laughs) where mom must talk to us, all of us together in one scene, in one setting to give us important news. And we remember mom has had seven years of mm-hmm. cancer. Wouldn't we deduce that she's but, about to die and we should chill out yes. a little bit?
3: Instead, they're like, no, we will not sit down. Also, Tyler Perry loves to reveal things at a dinner table. It does. Yes. Mean. And because and you unprovoked. have to watch. What is it? Why did I get married? There's yeah. this whole oh, that's scene the at the dinner scene. table. Honestly, I have since watching it, I have watched just that scene multiple times.
0: <laughs> it's so fucking Wait. good. So well, they start it. I don't want to ruin like, it. But. Well, it's okay. just so good because it's like it's a bunch of couples and they're on this like retreat and basically one of them like reveals what's going on with one couple, like tells the secret that they've been keeping, and then everyone just like unleashes mm-hmm. other secrets and it's like so crazy and all the secrets are so crazy and you're like this is uh, this is why I like Tyler Perry though uh-huh. because. The shit gets so crazy and real. Like, I mean, not real, like in anything I've experienced, but <laughs> real in like the sense that like, he'll just make the craziest statement. Like, you were raped by your uncle. I'm like, what? Like <laughs> it's a comedy. Like, it's just like, we can go there. And, and so the movie always keeps you on your toes. Like, it's always mm-hmm. interesting.
3: And I will say, Tyler does something interesting. So in the beginning of the movie, comedy. Pure comedy. Then the comedy gets undercut by, like, you're dying. And then we get back to the comedy, and I'm like, that's not how anyone does it. Usually, it's something serious that is then undercut. But I was like, honestly... I liked it this way. Cause I was like,
0: Oh he, no, he does not care about structure. No. There's no, there's, he's never studied how to write something. No. Like, it's just however he wants it to go. Even the fucking like opening credits were like 20 minutes long. I was eating dinner and I was basically done with it. By the time it started, I was like this cartoon that is playing of the whole. So it was almost like a sitcom opening mm-hmm. of like, everyone's got their thing. And then you're like, she has cancer. Medea's mm-hmm. driving through a burger place. <laughs> It reminded me of
2: Bebe's Kids, the movie. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, okay. It, it felt to me like Tyler Perry had watched, like Tyler Perry created a movie that used tropes from every single thing he had ever watched and ever uh-huh. loved. And yes. it was just like, okay, he likes this movie that he's seen with a sassy grandma. <laughs> and he likes <laughs> this. he Oh, definitely watched Soul Food 90 times and uh, put that I in there. I love Soul Food. Maybe that's I why love I love Tyler soul- Perry
3: so much. I <laughs> love the drama.
2: <laughs> It's like heavy fucking drama. Yeah. That, that, like, the death scene. What, you know what really bothered me is I don't want (laughs) to cast aspersions about Tyler Perry as a man based on this movie, but, like, I was like, this dude hates women.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: The women suffer a little bit in the movie. It's it's interesting because. I was like,
2: geez. (laughs) Like, I was like, hold on a second. They made this oldest oldest sister. <laughs> of course, she was beautiful, light skin, and rich, so she has to be evil, right? They made her like <laughs> mean for 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 no reason for so half the movie. Mean.
0: So mean, and I mean. was like, "What?"
2: Like they made it look like her husband was the he's the Old Spice guy. The I Old know. Spice <laughs> guy is her husband. <laughs> She's just terrorizing this poor Old Spice guy who's. <laughs> with her family even though he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Mind your business, Old Spice. He's like, like jumping on the family side. Everybody's acting like she's, she's just this horrible person for no reason. I'm loathing her because nobody mm-hmm. gave offered her any humanity whatsoever. Didn't even see evidence of why Isaiah Mustafa's character would be into <laughs> her. And then Revealed at a dinner table because you were in a fight with your sister that you got re- like we don't find out how but little bow
0: wow's your brother's son. <laughs> no, they say she was raped right by her uncle, and I'm like, who's uh-huh. the uncle? Is it Joe? <gasps> Wait, was it Joe? Well, I was like, it can't be Joe, right? Like, that's the other Tyler Perry character? Yeah. No, it yeah. can't be. That's too fucked not. up. Like, you know I what? <laughs> I bet
3: it's someone who married into the family. Into the I family, hope so, maybe.
0: too, because then I was like, now Bow Wow has Bow-Wow to deal with an this. Bow incest like, child. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Also, Bow Wow was real dense in that scene. I was like, how do well, he, you, you? Oh, my God. When he like.
0: Well, who's the who's the we, you kid, watch then. the baby? So you watch that who's, who's baby? baby? Where's the baby at? Yeah,
2: Wait, like, I and and she's I loved like, you look, in the, look mirror. in the mirror, yeah, look in the mirror, like that was the emotional moment. I was like, no, 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 no Tyler, the, ha- the weight of this scene is not in figuring out that Bow Wow's mm-hmm. the, yeah, the exactly. baby of the rape, it's that she was raped by an uncle and that her fucked up sister revealed it at a table. Yeah. So that was where the emotion should happen. And that
0: so like, no one why has didn't given her anyone
2: love this girl enough exactly. to like pursue her and mm-hmm. like Make her feel better. Like, and then for it to then be later revealed that that child was the child of rape by a family member, that makes it even worse that no one consoled her. Yeah. And they totally. were like, talk to your husband about it. What's he supposed to do? He didn't really <laughs> he,
3: he said, we're going to get you some help. And I was like, okay, finally. But I got to say, Bow Wow, Brian, Byron, Took it. Per- he took it rather well. he took I I I it I I too
0: well. That made me I laugh I
3: I every <laughs> single time. That was so funny.
2: Byron, Tiana Taylor. I usually hate that character. I really do. Usually hate that like stereotypical like baby mama mm-hmm. from the hood character because it always feel like feels like men making fun of or like being derogatory toward black women in a way that makes me uncomfortable a lot, you know, just cause it plays on tropes that like mm-hmm. affect mm-hmm. us in real life. But something about the way Tiana was doing it was so endearing. I, don't I know, did. I, I found I it really her. like,
0: um, I found it really funny like in a way that I, I think she was adding so much to it. Like I mm-hmm. felt like she was bringing her own, like, humor and flair to it. Mm-hmm. And like the part where she comes in with that hat and then he calls her a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. I was dying. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know what you mean. I feel, I mean, I, I feel like she brought something to it that was really different and like. And she was so charming yeah. in mm-hmm. comparison to Lauren London, which
2: isn't fair to either of the actresses. So I don't mean to compare them that way, but it was like, there, there was nothing, I don't know, It's just, again, a well, misogynist movie because there was nothing written about Lauren London's character mm-hmm. that made it make sense that Byron Jr. would want to be with her in the first place. But I place. think that's
3: a testament to Tiana Taylor who made an unlikable character. You're not
0: supposed to
2: like the baby mama. No, no. To, you're, but no, you're she not supposed to like so the baby mama or, or in, the current girlfriend, yes. though. And but, like, but, I ended up wanting... Bow Wow to get back with Tiana Taylor. Me too. Because she like...
3: (sighs) I can't... Yeah, she like just really made it her own and you understood why Bow Wow was with her. Like Mm -hmm. with Kimberly, you're like, why would anyone be with Kimberly? Kimberly is horrific. But it's like, yeah, Sabrina, Tiana Taylor's character, wants her money. She's loud. but she's she's also a joy to be around.
2: Yeah, she's really funny. (laughs) And also there's a baby... Like she cares about him. Yeah. It looks like to me.
3: Yeah. Before we get into the summary, we should do our news media. News media. (laughs) So Tyler
2: Perry. (laughs) Received, That's hilarious.
3: I love the parentheses after. <laughs>
2: Tyler Use Perry
3: received an honorary Oscar. This was very exciting. I was like, we have our finger
0: on the pulse. We um, sure do. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the
3: right thing right now. He is finally getting recognized. <laughs> so at the 93rd Academy Awards on April 25th, Tyler Perry dedicated his Gene, uh-oh, her salt humanitarian award to anyone willing to reject hate and stand in the middle with him. In selecting Tyler Perry to receive the award, the Academy cited a cultural influence extending far beyond his work as a filmmaker. I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah. And they talked about all the stuff that he's done for, like getting all of his cast and crew vaccinated. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, making it safe for everyone. And um, I mean, I I really liked his speech. I thought it was good. I thought he was like, I I. It made me. I feel like we haven't um, gotten into him as a person that much. and mm-hmm. I haven't seen that, like a lot of interviews with him. So that was kind of interesting to see after like being so in deep with his movies right now. Um, but I like the story he told. I thought that was very moving and he seems like a good person. Yeah, I think he's a good person. He's a good billionaire is what we're hoping. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm hoping.
3: I mean, it seems like he enjoys his money, but not like in a flashy way. But then again, I don't follow him on Instagram. Maybe he is flashy with it.
2: Oh, oh my God. God. Well, Should no. We on, from what I've seen on his Instagram, that makes it to the shade room. I'm not here following it, Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that sometimes he's like, he, you know, he's he's feeling himself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he wasn't like in perfect shape when he started out. You know what I'm saying? But every now and then, like. Tyler Perry will post a thirst trap and you've gotta start <laughs> reckoning with so much in your head. You gotta you gotta start being like, okay, I'm attracted to Medea right now. <laughs> and then and then also you gotta be like, Oh, and my mom and my church friend, like her church aunties are also getting a rocks off to this picture right now.
0: That's really and confusing. it's a very
2: stressful. <laughs> it's a very stressful thing. <laughs> well,
0: because he got divorced during the mm-hmm. pandemic, right? So it's like he started, I think, working out. We saw one post where he was like announcing his divorce slash mm-hmm. he's working Midlife out. Midlife crisis. Oh, oh, yeah. so he's doing the yeah. body
2: like ex revenge. Bad. And like, he's, yes, to be like. You shouldn't yeah. have left Tyler Perry.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, I okay. wonder how much his ex got actually. Were they actually I married? Or or I were they just... think
3: they were just maybe partners. That's I thought they got
2: married. Right? I know I mean, they definitely had they a baby. They have a kid, yeah.
3: Yeah, a man Tyler Perry. <laughs> Which makes me laugh so hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the kid's See. name is a- a man or amen, but I do think it, I I really like a man, Tyler Perry.
3: <laughs> so, okay, he did get married in two thousand
0: nine. Okay, okay. So now, now yeah, can I you remember. Google and see if she got any money? I mean, that's cool. like I'm a, she. She looks like a like an East African woman. I think. If you divorce I always, a billionaire, I always look for when they
2: marry foreign Nigerian, like Africa. I'm Nigerian, so I'm always looking for like get you an African girl. Let's see, <laughs> you know. So I hope she got half them billions. <clears throat> I know. I mean, let's see, dude. I mean, he got Beyonce to come out all the way to Atlanta for a party. This is a big deal. Really? For for the opening of his studios. Mm. Beyonce don't go nowhere.
3: (laughs) Tyler Perry says (laughs) his longtime girlfriend will get her share of his
0: wealth. Hmm. See, maybe he is. See, this is the thing. I'm like, I think it's helping his cause as a good person that he would say she'll be getting money and it's fine. Mm hmm. Because I feel like people avoid even talking about that kind of thing when, yeah, they're super rich too. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much she got. I'm sure she got enough to never
3: speak about it.
0: Yeah, that's probably huge. That's oh probably... my god, do you think like you mean even speaking about their relationship? Because I'd yeah. be, I'm, I'm very curious what is happening behind closed doors. Right. I yeah. She she, she knows what
2: what to be quiet about there's an <laughs> mm-hmm. NDA I'm sure honestly I bet
3: you he pays her enough to not even have an NDA oh yeah like, just this like could I'm all fine. go away
2: friend. she's not stupid enough to fuck up the money mm-hmm. all right?
0: yeah. Nicole you know the part where they're in the mansion that's like for sale yes I was wondering if it was his house again because it looked like that house. Ooh, I wonder. But then I was like, would he use it again? I feel like because he said he didn't want to, they messed up his house, so maybe he wouldn't do it again. But they oh, only so... they were only in that little part, so maybe. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, he, he he used his own house in Acrimony um, okay. as a like set for like, which is that wild. That makes no sense. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I would not have
2: all those people in my house. God damn. No, well, I don't didn't think he realized. That.
3: He was like, they messed up my floors. And it was yeah, like, it was like Oh, because right. it was. Um, why did I not? Why did I get married? It was a uh, diary of a mad black woman. His oh, first you're right, you're movie. Right. So he didn't. Uh, I don't think he truly understood how many people would be coming in and out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the house was <clears throat> the house was nice. I that was another thing I like. Didn't understand how one of the kids was so much better off than <laughs> every other kid. Oh my god. Yeah. And like, there wasn't an explanation. About why that was so, or why she didn't help her siblings, I just didn't get it. Like I know. if I were wealthy and selling multimillion-dollar houses, my little brother would not be a drug dealer. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: that's right, just, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to assume. But she's so angry at the family because mm-hmm. they which, didn't
3: do anything to help
2: her. So why would she help
0: them? Which they should
2: have told us uh, way before. Two minutes before a
0: whole
2: Maury episode, <laughs> where Maury's
0: like literally doing an episode. I'm like, oh, I think they were man. just like, do whatever you would do in real life because he like it was fully
2: a full episode, <laughs> a full episode.
0: Oh, it but, made me. So but this happy. is Tyler Perry. This is what he does. He will not tell you a reason why Mm-mm. you should feel for someone until maybe at the end, and even then, you might not even get it. And a lot of it is like the morality play of it all where Mm -hmm. it's like oh you it's very clear this person is evil we do not like them and then by the end you're like but the reason why was she was raped by her uncle and then you're like oh and so then it's like it puts everything in perspective it's like Mm -hmm. it's not smooth so it feels like very it does feel like misogynistic to be like
2: and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like the illumination did anything to make the character un- more relatable or understandable. Because, pardon my language, I still thought she was a cunt after, she, <laughs> after they told me that. Well, because, she had a okay. moment. She had a moment. But there's she, a
3: reason as to why she's a cunt.
2: Well, but, then, it, like, yeah. imbu- like, it shows something along the way, like... Show a really sme- sweet moment between her and her husband to explain why he would stay when through this obvious emotional abuse. Mm. Or, like, yeah. show her, hug her mother, even if it's when the other siblings aren't around. And then she doesn't explain- even get
0: to see the mom until she's yeah. dead. And that was That noticed. got me. They didn't that's get the like, moment. Like that was really sad. They and that
2: felt very punishing of the daughter. Yeah. It felt very mm. like, look, you're such a shithead. You don't even see your mom die when she'd been assaulted by her uncle, and like, no that's one not told fair. her why
0: she was in the hospital. Like she walks in the yeah, hospital, like she's gonna be fine. I'll see you later. Like. And has that all yeah. sprung over her, and it is really that's messed like, up. That's like
2: it's like yeah, I'm resentful of this family who is raised, who is making me pretend that the product of my rape is my brother. So no, I didn't answer the phone call, and now
0: my mom's dead. Like that's that's yeah. things you should tell yeah. me. It's not fair. <laughs> I like and I mean, there Kimberly. is that point in the beginning when Bow Wow's like. Um, I don't keep a secret from you, mom. Just like you would never keep a secret from me and then like so, you, so in my hair. head I'm going, "I wonder what the secret is." Like,
2: yeah, I really was like, "Ooh, a big secret's gonna happen." Yeah, I, know. I was like, "Slap me in the face." You know? What I mean? <laughs> like, "You could be a little subtler, my friend." You
0: know? No, that's the thing about Tyler Perry. No, Nothing no. is subtle. Okay, well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. We'll get into the whole movie.
3: In 2018, when border control separated thousands of refugee kids from their parents and deported the parents back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States, well, believe it or not, six years later, there are hundreds of families who still have not been reunified. Although we as a community may feel hopeless at times, I recently learned about an organization called Al Lado, which works to reunify families. They provide holistic, legal, and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the U.S. and Tijuana through a multi- disciplinary client-centered harm reduction based practice. Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero tolerance policy. Once reunited, Al Otro Lado helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode. Or or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at a-l-o-t-r-o-l-a-d-o dot org slash volunteer, altrolado.org slash volunteer.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. My social battery right now, where would I put it? Ooh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking to connect with friends. I'm also looking to retreat a little bit and be by myself. It's hard to know exactly what you need at any given time. And it can be so easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up so much. After the winter, the spring is here. Well, what's the right amount of socializing for you and how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people. Maybe you need more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. I started therapy when I was about 30 and it was so, so helpful for me for learning about myself, learning about boundaries, learning about my relationships with other people and how to deal with other people. There's so many things you can benefit from therapy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com newcomers today to get 10% off your first month. That's hel slash newcomers.
1: So,
0: this movie was written by Tyler Perry. It was directed by Tyler Perry. It was released on April 22nd, 2011. Um, okay, so let's jump into this plot here.
3: Okay. So Medea's niece, Shirley, goes to a visit at her doctor's office or a visit with her doctor at the hospital. She's joined by Aunt Bam, who's her aunt and Medea's first cousin. The doctor lets Shirley know that her cancer has gotten worse and she may only have a few weeks to live. After the appointment, Shirley asks Aunt Bam to call her children so she can invite them to dinner and let them know the news. I was like, why can't you call your children?
0: One. Also, I didn't realize that was like the first line of the movie, and it takes us hours to get to dinner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> also, we need to say that Aunt Bam smokes weed in the hospital. Um, she's fucking she hilarious.
0: She's like constantly high. Yeah, she's and they let her say whatever she wants, the mm-hmm. actor, which I love.
2: Does does marijuana make you grope doctors? Has that ever been a side effect? Is that sativa or
0: indica? I need to be. Yeah, I've careful. never smoked in a hospital, but so I don't also, know. Also,
3: she touched the doctor's chest and then she like turned her butt on the doctor. She was like, Yup, he's straight. I was like, and wait, I'm like, is this doctor? Heart. a boner. <laughs>
0: yeah. That I was. was... Like, did this turn him on? This whole carrying on That's turned disgusting. him on. Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Cora and Mr. Brown, our favorite characters from Meet the Browns, are also mm-hmm. at the hospital getting Mr. Brown a checkup. The doctor tells them he has to do a colonoscopy on Mr. Brown, and they find a growth that needs to be removed. I mean, I think Mr. Brown is very funny. I think this character is yes. really funny. I just cannot, I can never wrap my head around this relationship between this woman, who's the exact same age as this man, <laughs> and it's supposed to be his daughter. And daughter. Plus she, I, think, I feel like her calling him Mr. Brown also throws me off, because it feels it's like that's what so she's saying to her strange. husband or something. She also calls her mother Medea. But also, <laughs>
2: in real life, they're married. That's what... Trying to find Uh out the Medea family tree led me to. So I was like, "Is he her husband on this in this movie? Is he her dad?" That's what you think, but that's her
3: dad, who's the same age as her. She calls him Mr. Brown.
2: Is she (laughs) Medea's daughter? Yes, and and she and so Medea and Mr. Brown. So he's Medea's former lover.
3: Yes, but only for like thirty-two seconds. Yeah, which she also.
0: Subtracts down to fourteen by the uh, time she's on board. Okay, okay, okay.
2: So he he pumped once and she dumped. Yes, him. Uh-huh. got it. <laughs> In a, but a baby came. A yes. baby, a baby came, yes. Yes. came. Yes,
0: but yeah. Why does she call Medea? Why does she call her mom Medea? I have. That's why it's confusing. It's, it's why and it's that's like, why I was like, I had no idea. Mom, I know, yes. I know. Okay. Uh, meanwhile,
3: Medea enters a drive through for a restaurant called Snacks. <laughs> Medea tries to order from the breakfast menu, but the woman working the window is t- uh, talking on her cell phone. Medea <laughs> demands her attention and tries to order again, but is uh, told she missed the cutoff time for breakfast. She has to speak to the manager only to find out the woman working the window is the manager. <laughs> Medea is enraged and drives her car into
0: the restaurant with no repercussions. Nothing <laughs> happens <laughs> after that. The only... The only consequence is that the girl who worked at the place later sees Medea and they is like upset. Like it's Mm -hmm. like nothing, but that doesn't matter at all. That's it.
2: I, so I'm just trying to understand. If, if the woman (laughs) who, who ran, wouldn't you know
0: that that's your baby daddy's great aunt? You're telling me you've never met Medea. Like it's like (laughs) you are related, basically related to her. Uh And Medea is such a, you know, a figure she's not you can't ignore. Just the,
2: yeah. She's not your standard great aunt or whatever she's supposed to be to them. So like, I'm sure Byron would have had stories about mm-hmm. his crazy ass aunt. <laughs> and so, they all live in the same town. It's like, you. It, it doesn't sound like it's a big town. Yeah. So, so, so aside from the fact that Medea never gets arrested, citations, nothing, <laughs> nothing. for destroying the, the whole property towed, of a chain restaurant, driving a
3: whole car into a restaurant, literally nothing. The fact happens. that
2: uh, the baby mom was she Sabrina, she didn't know who she was at all was absurd. And when she saw her, didn't report her to the cops or anything. <laughs> no, no, Medea
0: no one, gets one did. To it. Just the, wreak havoc. The restaurant okay. doesn't even complain. Everything's wrong. <laughs> So, Shirley's children, Byron, Tammy, and Kimberly arrive at Shirley's house for dinner. Byron brings his girlfriend, Renee. Oh, I was mixing up Renee and Sabrina in my head. Okay, Mm. so Renee and his baby, Byron Jr. Tammy arrives with her husband, Harold, and their two sons. Kimberly arrives with her husband, Calvin. Tammy and Kimberly argue when Byron's ex-girlfriend and the mother of his son, Sabrina, arrives. Sabrina is revealed to be the manager from Snacks, who wouldn't serve Medea earlier. Sabrina annoys Byron by addressing him as a drug dealer. Byron, Sabrina and Kimberly leave the dinner with their respective families due to the constant arguing, arguing and Shirley doesn't get the chance to tell the family about her cancer. I'm like, at that point you just yell it (laughs) out. You just,
3: I have cancer. (laughs) Um, Also, I love that Sabrina's like, he's dealing dope. And then, uh, Bam is like, let me get a dime bag. And I was like, wait, (laughs) so we're using dope for just weed. I was like, yeah. dope is heroin. <laughs> like,
0: do you want a bag yeah. of heroin? Yeah, dope is like an old... I feel like it's something older people would say about weed. Yeah, um, old people yeah. call it all dope, I think. <laughs> I think. They
2: do.
3: So that night, Byron is arrested by the police for failing to pay child support. Shirley goes to Kimberly's house to ask her to, to bail him out, and Kimberly refuses. Calvin helps with the bail. Wait, before that, the men have this conversation about how mean their wives are to and them and how they how like oh, one's like I got uh, to get divorced that was when i was like
2: oh this is a misogyny uh, okay okay yeah. i'm cool with that i'm i'm here i'm clear i'm like because <laughs> all like with the exception of old spice guy both you, Harold, and Byron ain't shit.
0: What are we complaining <laughs> yeah. about? Oh, my God, I know. I'm like, wait, Harold is the one uh, who works at... Wait, where does he work? Like the car place or something? Yeah. yeah. So and he, doesn't discipline his kids uh-huh. or seem no, to help his like, wife. It's like, the I'm not rooting for him at all when he's trying to, like, bring her flowers or whatever. I'm like, no. you're annoying. And, like, she's kind of right <laughs> to tell you to fuck off. Like, it was just like, you're not a good parent. And mm-hmm. she's not doing worse than you. Like, it's I don't know. I thought that whole thing was really weird.
2: And then with Byron, like, I'm not to say that, you know, people in like formerly incarcerated people don't deserve another chance. But it's like, bro, you just got out while I held your baby down while you Mm -hmm. were in prison. Like, I get to complain about what you owe in terms of money while I raised your child. And I'm the custodial parent like that. I mean, it just seems like a weird yeah. bashing woman session that wasn't necessary. No, mm-hmm. And you're right
0: because we don't really get any of that from the women's side. Like we don't get to hear them say anything together or have like a moment that would balance that at all. It's truly just yeah. like, um, okay. The next day, aunt Bam tells Medea about Shirley's cancer prognosis and the family situation. And Medea promises to gather all Shirley's children for another dinner that evening. She goes to Harold's auto repair garage where Tammy works with him. While there, Medea demands they go to the family dinner. She also scolds their sons for their disrespectful (laughs) behavior, which was fucking funny. (laughs) She just slaps this kid. Oh, my God. It was very funny. Medea then tracks down Byron. As she arrives, Byron is being fired for arriving late after his night in jail. Medea demands that Byron attend the dinner. She then tracks down Kimberly, who's in the middle of showing a house to a real estate client. (laughs) And after Medea threatens and embarrasses her, Kimberly also agrees to attend the dinner.
3: When she is disciplining the kid and she's like, you say, thank you. And the kid's like, thank (laughs) "Thank you.
0: (laughs) Afternoon.
3: The kids are so funny. with like kind of a smile creeping on his face being like thinker after.
0: <laughs> I just I knew I actually wondered if that was supposed to be like that or if I they just started doing it remember. back. I think it to was improvised Tyler. and it made me laugh so hard. It was really funny. I was so what would you do if
2: you have never been slapped in your entire <laughs> life? And you Uh, got to say whatever you wanted your entire life. uh And here comes this six foot five (laughs) gray haired lady slapping
0: the shit out of you.
3: you With swinging titties. I think it would shock me. And I'd be like, yes, uh, yes.
0: You definitely don't want to get hit again. No, I I think I would have been frozen
2: silent too. Like, (laughs) holy (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: meanwhile, Mister Brown loses a lot of blood after his procedure, and the doctor asks Cora <laughs> to donate. When she does, she finds out she doesn't have the same blood type as him, implying that he may not be her biological father. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, uh, Dude,
2: is that how?" Do
1: you, do you, I was about to say, "I don't think blood type DNA even works. works like that." That's not that.
2: how blood type works. No, uh, no, they didn't tell us that she was like O negative and he was AB or something. But like, maybe that's was... what
3: they're trying to tell us that it, it's like an impossible. Blood oh, like type I have. never you, yeah. you're
2: gonna they gonna need to explicate from me okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing was so crazy though so like it, she's i mean i don't know how old she's supposed to be at that point like 50 or something mm-hmm. and she's finding out that her dad is not her dad then we find out when she's on mori that she was told that a couple of years ago that mm-hmm. he was her dad so it's like they just started having this relationship i don't know
3: Oh, so maybe that's why she calls him Mr. Brown because she's always just been this elder to her. And then she yeah. finds out that Mr. Brown is actually her dad. And she's like, well, I don't feel comfortable calling him daddy. He's He, yeah, yeah. he hasn't been that around. Actually, He's Mr. Brown.
0: That makes so much sense that I'm almost like giving Tyler Perry props that I almost think he doesn't know that he meant to put him there. <laughs> like, like it makes so much sense, but you're like... Oh, there's no way that was on purpose. Like I Mm -hmm. feel like it's just like his name is Mr. Brown. I have a question: is
2: is it understood that Medea was a thought? Like no slut shaming. Just is it understood that Medea was getting around?
0: I don't think that was ever said. I feel like that was so offhand, like offhandedly said in this in this movie, where Mm -hmm. she's like. Well, just so you know, like it was like it kind of thrown in there to kind of explain why it's possible that Mr. Brown is not her father. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. It felt just like a way to kind so of get like because I'm wondering now. It's like was Medea one of these naughty girls who
2: then found Jesus? Because now all she does is quote scripture. I feel like
3: yes, because she she's like had her license taken away. So yeah. in Med- the beginning of Medea goes to jail. It kind of explains. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well,
0: like, now I'm, I'm thinking about how they're making that show based on Medea as a 20 year old or whatever. So I'm uh-huh. like, so is she going to be like hot?
2: Yeah, oh she my gonna god! Be a hot, uh, she, what, are uh, we going to find out that she's like, wait, a stripper? That's really or, like, funny. I don't even need, know what
0: to do. Are,
3: with we that We need more information about this series. I need to know if, yeah. if Taylor Perry is playing young Medea. I need to know if a man is playing Medea or if a yeah. woman is playing Medea.
0: If it's a it's woman who's be just like, it's not going to be funny hot, in the same way if a woman is playing Medea. I, I do agree. I feel like it needs to be a man, but I also feel like I don't know that it can just be anyone. Like it's Any such man, a specific right? thing to be doing.
2: Are they gonna do like Martin Scorsese style CGI TV? Oh my <laughs> His God. face. And make him so young. That would be so um,
3: awesome. Honestly?
2: I'm kind of <laughs> here for it. I'll
3: watch every fucking episode. Well, I'll watch it, but
0: I'm not happy about <laughs> it. <laughs> so, okay. Um, at dinner that night, Tammy and Kimberly argue, and Tammy reveals that Kimberly had a child at 13 years old. Already a huge reveal. Huge. Byron re- realizes that he is Kimberly's son and storms off. And after no
2: one reacts.
0: No one no helps. that's him. a Tyler Perry thing
3: where huge, heavy fucking secrets are revealed, and everyone sits there and nods their heads.
2: Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, so nobody's gonna comfort the boy. No one's gonna <laughs> comfort her. No one. Mom's not gonna say, "Shut the hell
0: up" to the sister. Yeah. I. I I know they all just let it happen. So Harold puts his foot down. This part was kind of weird to me and tells Mm -hmm. Tammy to start respecting him after Medea's urging later that night, Kimberly and Calvin continue to fight. Calvin leaves the house with their son. Okay. So when Harold and Tammy, Mm -hmm. when he's like telling her, like he suddenly starts yelling at her, like you need to respect me. And she, And he looks off at Medea like, hee hee, I'm doing it.
3: And she kind of
0: gets like turned on. She like touches
3: her collar and she's like,
0: Oh, I, I, uh, okay. She likes it. And then it's weird because she can see that he's being told what to say Mm -hmm. by the two women over there, but she doesn't care. And she's just like, Hmm, this is working for me. And like, you are putting me in my place, which like, why she's like so strong.
2: And it was so weird, right? Because none of the reasons that the absence of desire were resolved by his tone, right? Like, because she's mad he doesn't help with Mm -hmm. the family. Right? right? So it's not like the issue is that he don't talk to her the way a man should talk to a woman. This, like, outdated notion of what Mm -hmm. that is anyway. But, like... He also isn't bringing anything different to the table. Why was this sexy? <laughs> I,
3: I know. It. I don't know. Also, only one of their kids is at the dinner. I guess they couldn't get the other kid for that their day. Kid <laughs> like has to go to <laughs> there school. was only one kid there. When they were like, <laughs> oh run God. along, go upstairs. I was like, wait, only one? Okay. Also, <laughs> the night he brought her flowers and she's got like, cream on her face. Pure
0: white piles of whipped cream.
3: Yeah, she goes to sleep like that. And I was like, you're not going to
0: rub it in or wash it off. And I was like, so that's going to be all over your pillow in one second. Like, it's not, it's not going to get hard. It's a pile. I mean, it was truly whipped cream.
3: Uh, So when Byron and Renee go to the drugstore, they say, they see Sabrina on the t- the store's TV, which is funny because the night before, Sabrina goes, I need to leave and go to the TV station, which is like, wait, what? And then you find out the TV station is the set of Maury Povich. So she's doing an episode of Maury. Sabrina hum- humiliates Byron by publicly demanding her child support. This finally pushes Byron over the edge and he reluctantly decides to go back to drug dealing, which is so funny that he like looks at a TV, hears, Byron! <laughs> and he's like, gotta go deal
2: drugs. Bye bye. Also,
0: like what like why? <laughs> why? Why? Why Maury? Yeah well I mean just, I was wondering about that.
2: <laughs> so so why Maury? Yeah. Cause I mean, yes, but then but also like why D- why be so insistent upon the fact that you are on the right track that was I, I'm here for my son <laughs> doing things for my son and you catch a trash ass clip 30 seconds on TV and now you don't forgot what your parole stipulations are like what the fuck are we here doing <sighs> it's and so it's true. like, oh, it's the job that he lost, the only job in town.
3: Yes, it's one or the Wait. other. You work this one singular job or you deal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so like,
2: like, dude, become a male stripper or some <laughs> shit. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> be an escort, Bow Wow was still cute back he then. He was. You know, I'm sure he could have, you know, smashed some old ladies for a little cash. What <laughs> you dealing drugs for?
0: So okay, Shirley's condition worsens. She goes to the hospital. Byron, Tammy, Harold, and Calvin arrive to see her. She tells them that she loves them and dies shortly after. <laughs> really in a very chill fashion She's like goodbye Yeah, Madea Well she confronts- was like where's Kimberly And yeah. then
3: she, they were like Not here yet we called her a hundred times She's never going to answer And she's like tell her I'm waiting So I thought she was going to hold on Until Kimberly got there And then die when Kimberly got there mm-hmm. But instead she said I can't wait no longer no. Oh bye
2: bye Why wouldn't you, if Kimberly isn't answering the phone, text her, hey, you need to pick up this time. It's about mom. It's serious. And then text her husband, who you all seem to love more than your sister. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tell Kimberly mom's in the
0: hospital.
2: It's serious. Well, he
0: yes. Yes. I mean, it's like he was already there. Right. Mm -hmm. then Then she gets there and he's like, she's dead
3: yeah and he goes, like, your mom died she dead your mom died and i was yeah. like oh we
0: messed that line up it was not good but then she, her reaction was felt really real everyone was crying mm-hmm. a lot i was like i was very impressed by all that mm-hmm. i find crying to be challenging um, but okay. So <laughs> in real life, not real life, on camera. No, not real life. <laughs> on camera. I'm like, uh, I'm thinking about 20 things. Okay. So Medea confronts the family after Shirley, Shirley's funeral. So Medea doesn't go to the funeral, by the way, which I that was Which funny. is so wild. She was and like, the funeral oh, that was amazing. Always, oh, it
3: was so good. That woman singing. Ooh, way.
0: Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I was sobbing and it felt
3: real. I was also crying.
0: I too
2: would not go to a funeral. Really? I I didn't I would never go to a funeral. You've never ever. been to a funeral? I've never been. Too huh. much or what? Um I don't know that grief is a thing that I can do well and sure. I don't know it's a thing that I can do in front of other people and if you are directly related to the person no one uh directly to me and my immediate family has died. Um, But if I can't imagine having to be strong for other people when I'm also at my worst, so Mm. I probably would not go like I would go maybe put a flower on my mom's grave or something, but I would not sit through a whole program and then, you know, go to and perform a eulogy or anything like that. Mm.
0: Um, I I don't think I'm
2: strong enough. Well, I think your reason
0: thing. makes a lot more sense than Medea's. Than Medea's. Like, <laughs> she literally just too said was it's it like, loud. too loud. <laughs> I that. was like, it's too <laughs> loud? I'm like. I was like, you a fucking, rude bitch. You are having heard. the noise, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, it'd probably be like she, your tits hitting the wall when you <laughs> walk in. <I> like, <laughs> 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 so, okay. So she tells them Shirley was a peaceful woman who would not want who would not have wanted their incessant fighting medea confronts sabrina about abusing byron's money and tells byron to get a respectable job and she then tells byron and sabrina they need to work as a team to take care of their son uh so she's putting everyone in their place
3: yes uh after addressing them medea tells everyone surely didn't want them to know that kimberly had been raped by her paternal uncle when she was 12 which resulted in her pregnancy with byron Medea urges Which is why
0: She's telling everyone right now. Uh-huh. Paternal uncle, paternal uncle. Doesn't that mean that he was related then?
3: No, so it's
2: her
0: yeah, father's dad's her father's dad's brother. brother. But I mean, that is not married so in. So it is
2: her blood relative.
0: He, oh yes,
2: but it's she, not so part bow of Medea's Wow's family. Of, no, yeah, but it's not part of Medea's family. But, but it is it bow wow incest. Bow Wow's grandfather. <laughs> Right. Or Bow Wow. No, Bow, Bow Wow's, Wow's uncle, uncle. Bow Wow's uncle is also his daddy.
3: Oh, so wait, Bow Wow's great uncle is his right. uncle he's also his, his, daddy. his daddy.
0: That's Ooh. actually yeah. um, really horrible. OK. Yeah. <laughs> just to be like skipped <laughs> like, over. And like, can it just be someone who's not in the family for the sake of this insane, dramatic storyline you're going to just throw in the last 20 minutes? <laughs> like,
2: And also, like, <laughs> he's he seems cool. Like I would have so many questions yeah. about you know ill like God forgive me for being this ignorant about incest, but I would have questions about illnesses, diseases, like that sort of thing. Trauma on my mom, trauma on mm-hmm. me, abandonment issues. His what son did we,
0: like n- is now a product of What did we do them? to like, the, yes. the
2: uncle when we found out? Is he in jail? Was is he, he still living? From the family? Where is he? He did not yeah. have a
0: single follow up question. He just no. went like wow, no one told me my mom kept a secret. I'm like, you're missing the (laughs) point. Yeah. Who cares that your mom didn't tell you at this point? Your mom
2: was raped as a kid by someone everybody protected. But even either protected or or trusted. He's he's saying
0: Loretta didn't tell him who he says Mm -hmm. is his mom or whatever. So that's like, so? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you are totally, like, no one told you is not the problem. The problem is your whole life is a lie. Like, this is hard.
3: Yeah, um, <sighs> so Medea urges Kimberly to forgive her uncle for her own sake. Kimberly oh, and Calvin no, reconcile. Punch yeah, everything. I was like, I don't think she needs to forgive him. This is something she's been dealing with for so long. I think she needs, like, full therapy. Also, when Byron breaks up with, what's her name? Uh, uh, Renee?
0: Renee. Raven?
3: Renee? Renee. Yeah, Renee. I was like, OK, this has been a long time coming because after she, I think, has heard everything and is like, oh, my God, I just found out that my boyfriend is the product of rape by a paternal uncle. Yo, you got to do that drop. I was like, wait, <laughs> girl, like, <laughs> is, there's so much more happening than right. have to do a drop. And then I was like, what is the drop? Is it drugs? Is it money? What is the drop?
0: it seemed, I, well, it it seemed, seemed really, like drugs to me that was very subtle at the beginning when she's like it's just one drop and I was like "I okay what and then I felt like I had to hear it five more times I was like it's one <laughs> drop one drop <laughs> <laughs> stupid okay so the film ends with Medea, Mr. Brown and Cora on Mori, which was a huge uplifting moment trying to find out if Mr. Brown is in fact Cora's father Medea insists that he is but Mori reveals he is not. Mm-hmm. Medea is shocked. Mm-hmm. She runs off stage sobbing hysterically. That was hilarious. Ridiculous.
3: I got to say what a beautiful parody of a Mori yes. show where the yeah, the woman great. who's uh, saying that the baby is his just repeats herself. That's your baby. That's your baby. <laughs> that's your baby. And then <laughs> when Medea starts cursing and I don't think I've heard Medea curse.
0: No. Not but really, she starts cursing like the show.
3: It's so funny to me that they bleep whole sentences.
0: <laughs> and there's a really, oh my God, she was just bleeping for the entire time. And then there's a really funny blooper where she's like, there's a security guard who comes out and she's like, you're blocking the camera. You're blocking the camera. No, you're actually blocking the camera. <laughs> 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 we can't use this. Move or whatever. It was great. Oh, that is
2: the so The best funny. moment for me in that Maury Povich uh, parody was, Because it's always my favorite. The guy who desperately wants to be the father sees a picture of himself Mm -hmm. next to the baby. (laughs) And the baby is so obviously not Mm -hmm. his. One time there was a white guy with a white woman, and Uh the baby was black, black. and he was like, It looks like me. She is Jamaican in her family. And I so I loved it. I loved everything. Not that Cora is a different color than. Uh, D- Doc or Mr. Brown they're obviously both black but that complexion difference <laughs> was doing a lot and they just
0: look nothing alike like it's uh, so funny for that moment it's literally perfect I really liked this movie well and then he goes I did I think, too oh my god me too I think it was a blooper I don't think it was in the thing but then he goes uh when he's like told that he's not the father he's like he says he's like attracted to her and he wants to date her <laughs> and then she's like what ew <laughs> <laughs> great because they're married in they're real married, life. Because so they're it's to be so fun to so like, shoot funny. that.
2: I loved it. I, I did remember when I started to watch it, I was like, look, I'm about to watch a Tyler Perry movie and I spent my last <laughs> 15 years like on purpose avoiding it. <laughs> and like, and honestly, like within the first three minutes, I got out loud guffaws. And yeah. And so... I feel very bad for having judged Tyler movies mm-hmm. in advance without having seen them because they're not any worse than most bad comedy movies. and Totally. Um, I found them really relatable. I found them fun- somewhat relatable. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> absurd, but I had a good time.
0: Yeah. I, had
3: time. I also had a good time. This film... Did not receive any awards or nominations. Aww.
0: (laughs) He often gets something. Mm -hmm. Um, Critically, the film was not well received. It currently has 32% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Hmm. Well, however, I mean, that feels about right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I still laughed
3: a lot. I laughed yeah. so much. However, some critics noted that it was the best Medea film to date. A critic, oh! <laughs> a critic from <laughs> Entertainment Weekly wrote, Now that I've stated what feels like the inevitable complaint about Tyler Perry's tendency towards overly shrill, broad, bombastic, let me say, while I was watching Medea's Big Happy Family...
0: I couldn't deny that it plays.
3: <laughs> yeah, audiences
0: like the film for the most part. And this is always what it is, giving it a seventy four percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. and the film's budget was twenty five million. That's a pretty, yeah, that's high pretty for it, big for and for Tyler. That's to
2: pay for what Be- bow Wow. Yeah, and huh. Taylor.
0: And it ranked number two at the box office on its opening weekend. And by the oh, end of wow. its run, it grossed $53 million domestically. Doubled the budget? That's yep. not so bad. Nope. He, and he tends to do that. I feel like he makes the money back. So it's like, you know, you can't really say it, didn't, it was a failure. Mm-hmm. It's like you making money. Yeah,
2: none
3: of his movies are failures.
2: And also it's like very clear he's a playwright.
3: When, yeah.
2: When it's writing, you know, he writes monologues a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you know, if if I, and I'm glad for him that he doesn't seem to care what the establishment thinks about his work. If he wanted to be doing more establishment worthy or, or respected stuff, all he would have to do is like chop some dialogue in half and then insert <laughs> some platform. The fact that like, I don't know, that uh, the death happened off camera for one of the characters was disappointing to me, though. But like yeah. other than that, I mean, mm-hmm. I thought it was... Um, I thought it was great. I had a good time. I expected to come on here and be like, guys, this sucked.
3: Yeah. I, bless. <laughs> yeah. I mean, going into this, I was like, we're going to have fun. I honestly didn't realize how much fun I would have. Same. Yeah.
0: Same. And I thought I would get sick of it eventually mm-hmm. like no i, I want more eight, i want more too i figured by like eight in i'd be because i feel like by eight in when we're doing star wars or lord of the rings we're like oh my god uh-huh. halfway down. Like, <laughs> it starts to feel like crazy this is very fun and they're each so different and like mm-hmm. every week i feel like we watch something that's it's like it has a lot of the same components but there's a totally different energy to it mm-hmm. and we have the oval coming up next oh boy. which ah. is that one <laughs> that we saw online this clip oh was so nasty, God.
3: Ray. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's this kid like jerking off to this woman very calmly telling him not to do it. And then he throws his cum at her.
1: <laughs> it's not
3: funny, sick. but it's
2: so
0: wild. It's sick and it's a it's TV also show. It's very
2: Silence of the Lambs. What are we
3: doing? It's, it's
0: honestly so messed up. I'm so curious. We're going to watch the pilot of that mm-hmm. show. So I'm like, something crazy is going to happen in that pilot, of course. Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm really excited. I just, I love you Tyler Perry's what? brain.
2: Tyler Perry represents um, a true step toward equality, which is that if we can celebrate open black mediocrity, we're in a place (laughs) that we've never been before. And I, but is it it.
3: mediocrity? Because I am thoroughly entertained by like I don't look at my phone, and when I miss something, I rewind. Not to talk about it on the podcast, but because I missed, I have missed chunks of Star Wars. (laughs) Oh yeah, and (laughs) you don't miss, and I'm like in your whatever,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, I recognize what you're saying and I agree, but I would like for it to sound like he cares sometimes. So like leaving (laughs) out the fact that that girl had been raped by an uncle for 40 minutes, Uh a hundred minutes, almost. It felt, I was like, but that's that's his thing, So in daddy's Daddy's
3: girls, daddy's little girls, uh, Idris Elba's character had been accused of rape and you don't hear about it till... An hour into the movie and you're you, like, you know, this what?
0: character and you find out that he was accused of rape and like went to jail, I think. Yes. And then mm-hmm. you find out it was all a lie uh-huh. like, later that like that the person falsely accused him. So you're like, I just went on basically the roller coaster of someone in his life at this point mm-hmm. that I thought it was real. I don't like him anymore. Now, mm-hmm. I, now it's not real. So I have to reconcile with that. Like he he does that, though. And I do think it's like I think he. Oh, my God. This is a morality thing, so it's like we
3: were judging Kimberly before we knew what Kimberly was going through. So it's like when someone is hateful and mean, maybe you have to dig a little further. I figured this it is, out.
2: This is actually really yes, interesting, but okay, that, go ahead, Rick. I agree that that's so, but that's not fair because it feels like if that's the lesson we are meant to learn. It shouldn't be me experiencing that. It should be the characters in the movie experiencing mm. that. You That's know what such I mean? a good point. It, yes, for me, fair. I shouldn't <laughs> have to... Like uh-huh. The only thing I had to go on was this beautiful, rich sister in this family was a cunt to everybody for no reason. And then, boom, here's a reason. And then we see the family not respect this traumatic thing for her. Mm. And yeah. so it's like... It's I. Did, there wasn't a thing that I learned about myself through watching this. I learned that the writer of this movie has no problem dumping on this character <laughs> and then d- revealing her most intimate secret in public and that the rest of them seem to continue to punish her for it. Like it's, No, I think I,
0: that's such a good point because I do think when we've talked about these movies with the sort of mor- morality play, like, you know way of looking at it like okay so we hate this guy but then by the end we realize that he's good in these ways or whatever you know Mm -hmm. he's not just evil then he suffers and he you're right though that the characters in the movie never have the same realization that I'm having as Mm -hmm. the viewer and that is a necessary part of the storytelling to say like and then they respected her or they like then they listened to her
2: I forgive you sister mom Mm -hmm. I didn't know the (laughs) mom part was there
0: Oh my Let's God. Let's like, work through it. And the part when Loretta dies, and then um, I can't remember the character's name, comes, she's late or whatever. And she's just like, I'm so sorry. And we don't even, like, you, you just see the back of Loretta's head. And then it's just like, that's it. That's all she gets to mm-hmm. do is say, I'm sorry to a dead person. It's like, body, yeah. It's not fair.
2: But it was funny. The movie was funny. The I still movie was to be funny. Fun. That's
0: the thing. No, no, we can complain. We have like all these complaints. But we're like, I still liked it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, and I still thought it was really interesting. Like, I was never yeah. bored. I wanted to see what happened yeah. next. So, you know.
3: I also thought Loretta Devine's performance, I thought, was like quietly powerful. I agree.
0: I agree. I like her. Yeah. She 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 sure played tired. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah,
3: I was like, I, like she I think that's like, what I mean. It was, was like quiet. Her eyes like, were oh, fully she, closed. She, she's not all right. She, she was
2: she was just tired. She was tired. She was so tired that she couldn't life. make a phone call. I need that, you to call know, my children. Right. You want to watch Ooh. all my children? That got me. <laughs> that was a good impression. That was another thing. <laughs> Thank <was> you. <laughs> thing. I was like, I love Loretta I, Loretta I don't that. know if I like this or if I don't like this. But then by the end, I think I liked it. Everybody was stupid in the movie, <laughs> right? There was so many mishearing and like pun jokes. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just the Mr. Brown character, like a bunch of people did it. And I was like, oh, everyone's stupid except Medea in this universe. I got <laughs> well,
3: it. Well no, Medea does call DNA Dana. Yeah, that's true too (laughs) you gotta find the Dana this is kind of the balance
0: that I find for myself at least with accepting the misogyny is that I'm like the characters are really fun to play so I'm like even if you are there's even the really mean woman who was raped it's like she gets to be like a total crazy bitch the entire movie, which is pretty fun. I don't know as an mm-hmm. actor, but I was worried about the little kid who was getting like the really little kid who was getting yelled at and stuff. And she's like, play with it this way or whatever. Like she was like yelling at him. And then she's like, the, the kid seemed to be taking it in. Mm-hmm. And I was just concerned that he was witnessing a Wait, lot of the yelling. Yeah.
3: Yes. When he takes the baby, the baby looks like yes. it's in peril. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Oh boy, this poor baby's gonna have flashbacks to filming this movie and think it's his life. Yeah. I do have to say, I one yeah. time
0: had to to make a baby cry and and scream with a baby in a scene, and it felt so bad. I was like supposed to be yelling at my husband through a window with this crying baby, mm-hmm. and the and like and I'm like screaming, and the baby wouldn't cry. And then the director came over and went, look in the baby's face, and it started crying. And then we went and I was like, this is, this feels bad. Like I was really oh, worried that, no. about this little baby. Um, but it was interesting to experience. Okay. So let's do some trivia here. So this okay. is, um, the 11th film in the Tyler Perry film franchise and the fifth in the Medea franchise okay the film was based on the play of the same name which debuted oh! in 2010 okay
3: perry began writing the play after the death of his mother in 2009 surely is based on her
0: whoa oh, okay. whoa okay and that was one year later this movie came out um cassie davis wow. is the only cast member from the stage play to reprise her role in the film as aunt bam
3: huh okay. so i guess mr brown wasn't in the stage play oh he might have been too busy doing meet the browns
0: yeah oh, perry point, they already had... people
3: working but yes. also,
2: to to be fair, the Brown storyline felt a little extraneous in this film. So yes. it makes sense that he wouldn't have been in the stage play. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, the film's official marketing campaign included posters featuring Medea in spoofs of popular movies and TV shows such as Black Swan, <laughs> The Godfather, True <gasps> Grit, and Jersey Shore. That's hilarious. We scroll I'm down, you Madea have to see Black Swan.
0: Okay, wait, I'm going to share my screen.
3: are great. The the God is the Godfather one is great. Like I'm excited to watch Medea be <laughs> serious.
0: Georgia Shore. This Georgia is Shore is
3: glorious. Yes. Also, True Grits. <laughs> this is amazing. That's he really is very great.
0: funny. He's so funny. <laughs> I like. It feels like I have to keep being surprised every time. But mm-hmm. he is like he's genuinely funny. I gotta figure out how to get in one of these movies. I
2: was wondering a little bit through some of the scenes if he had ever been a stand-up comic.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think, think his so. background is all plays, plays. And, and and being okay. in them.
2: But because he writes jokes in a that would if this that would be like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's a very like basic like standard uh, stand-up. You're right. Template. It was. I fun. wonder if.
3: Someone, huh, I mean, it's too late now. But if someone just like walked, or if someone like edited Tyler's movies, like uh-huh. they might be like masterpieces.
2: Because no, he I is think they would smart. be smart. He is the right idea. He is he good. Just, he. He 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 makes he extends monologues to or extends dialogue too long because mm-hmm. it turns into mon- monologues. If he truncated a lot of stuff and then filled in more backstory, big happy family could have been this like really incredible film about. You know, kids having to come to get. Well, it would have been soul food, actually. Mm. Never
3: mind. <laughs> but I will say, here's one joke that went on for too long. When, was it, is it Joe? The other character played by Tyler Perry? Yeah. Is it Uncle Joe? Yeah. When he's like, Uncle help God. me help me and everyone's like finally like what the fuck are you talking about he's like the floorboards, the joists are saying help me because y'all are too big (laughs) i was like that that was such a slow burn for such like a
0: yeah we worked too hard for so little Mm -hmm. i don't love that character i kind of feel like i
3: I don't don't think i like him either i would love him to retire uncle joe because I just, I love Medea so much that I'm like, who is him? No, we don't need this. I
0: agree. It sort of like takes away from Medea a little bit. I'm like, we don't really need this other Tyler Perry in costume thing. Like, it, I really just like the Medea yeah. character. The mm-hmm. one.
2: It felt a little the clumps. For yes. A second. And there's well, another movie where he does like a
0: bunch of them. Yes. He, oh, okay. In, which movie is that? Diary of a Mad Black Woman, where he's like yes. five people at some point? Oh, he no, thank so, you think so, yes. He, pl- he, plays like him- he plays that. like himself as like a handsome mm-hmm. man. Then he's like Medea. He's Uncle Joe. He's somebody else. I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't need it. I don't need I it. I always like when he's himself, personally. I,
2: I would love for him to just do like a definitive Medea family tree. Like if you just. <laughs> that
3: would be nice. It would be very helpful for, I mean, this podcast and my life. I'm going to continue the next Medea movie that comes out in theaters. I'm going.
2: Oh, my God. Me too. What's that? What's that show that they find your roots?
0: Oh my God. That would be, be Madea so funny with Medea. Yes. That would be funny.
2: It's the Harvard professor. God forgive me for forgetting his name now. Gates. If she went with Henry Louis Gates and found her like genealogy and we've met all the Medeas <laughs> in her family, I would love. And they go that to like parody. black and white
0: photos of like him as other <laughs> yes. variations of Medea. And it's in
2: every grand, every grandmother or great grandmother is just the Medea in a different outfit from a different era. It would be
0: amazing. That would be so funny. I feel like he's probably gonna do that for. you. I mean, that's kind of like the Mori thing. Like you could just put that into one of those movies yes. and have it just be like yeah. a side thing. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I well, Tyler Perry. We're coming to the end of our show, sadly. <sighs> I mean, we could talk about it forever. But Ray, do you have anything you want to plug? Obviously, the cast, which is great. Yes. Um.
2: And we have an episode with you, Miss Lauren. It's coming soon. It's very fun. Um. Which. Is going to be fun because sh- she talks her expertise and uh, we learn a lot and it gets really intense. It does. But oh, I'm, intense. Yeah, podcast. Not intense. We fought. You know, she, I'm intense and she went with me. Oh, okay. It. It was I really love fun. it. Um, But uh, so we have a podcast called The Cast wherein we watch random clips of, you know, historic moments in reality TV and we build the greatest cast of all time. According to who we would like to invite onto our cast on um, that podcast, uh, um, based on that, I don't know English. Whatever, and, <laughs> and, uh, but it's fun and it's mostly just us really discussing our favorite reality TV moments from childhood that you know you look at very differently when you're 33. Like how when I thought. Diddy was hilarious for making them get cheesecake <laughs> when I was thirteen. And then you're an and adult now and like, that I'm no. 33. No motherfucker, <laughs> you walk against that cheesecake. It's <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, and please, please, please watch um, a, a black lady sketch show on HBO Friday nights at 11 p.m. Um, also watch season one because I really like residuals and season two. <laughs> Please enjoy yourself. We worked really, really hard it's and it should be Already so
0: funny. I watched the first episode and I got to watch it. I, oh, the yes. first season was so good. Oh my God, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. You
3: were
2: in it, Miss I know.
3: I'm like, wait, watch my episode so I can get some residues.
0: <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, and now comes the time that everyone looks forward to where I say it's time for our five hallelujahs. Uh, this <laughs> is our five star review segment. And so this uh, review comes from a fish 28. If Nicole does not play Medea in Mabel series, I will riot. If this podcast has taught me anything, it's that Nicole was born to play Medea in the new Showtime series. Please direct me to the petition because I will be signing. If someone has a petition going, we we will promote it. So please uh, let us know. Let
3: us know if there's a petition. I want
0: it. And then someone, uh, Vivian P. Chen says, 20 episodes, please. I've been a listener since season one, and this third season has gone above and beyond. The genuine delight that Lauren and Nicole feel watching (laughs) Tyler Perry movies makes last season's entertaining but clearly painful Lord of the Rings deep dive worth it. I was unfamiliar with Tyler Perry's work before this podcast, and Lauren and Nicole are the perfect guides for sharing the mad genius that is Tyler Perry. We want more episodes. Don't stop at 10. Thank you, guys. So please go out there and give us five stars and leave a review. We will read more every week. And... We'll be back next week with The Oval, I believe. Um, and yes. if you always want, if you are curious what we're watching, we tweet about it. Uh, HeadGum tweets about what the next thing is going to be if you want to watch with us. So be sure to check that out. And thanks so much, Ray, for being here. That was awesome. Yes, thank you so much. This was so much fun.
2: Yay.
3: Thank you. I had a
2: blast. Honestly, this was great.
3: Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, Bye-bye. <laughs>